Hey, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to a very special live edition of Am I Still on the Air? Yes, I am. I am still on the air. And I'm happy to be here with you guys because we're about to break down some Zack Snyder Justice League. That is correct. And uh, yes, like I said, we are live on our YouTube page right now. And we'll also be streaming this to the audio podcast as well to get you all going in every single direction. As always, with an Am I Still on the Air, I got special guests. So please, uh, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. First up is uh, my boy Peeps with the, oh, look at that, the pitch black glasses. What is going down? How you doing, everybody? Thank, thanks, Don, for having me. <laughs> Stay out of the light. <laughs> I, I can't do this. <laughs> Yo, what's Those up? are tight, though. Those are tight. Thank you. Thank you. See, this is why you need video, or you guys wouldn't, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you have no clue what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. But uh, Peeps has some uh, Vin Diesel pitch, pitch black, Riddick glasses going down, man. I love it. I love it. So welcome, Peeps. Welcome to the show. Peeps, of course, host of the People's Forum, uh, always breaking down some comic book related stuff. Uh, we did WandaVision. He did, we did our big crossover episode a couple of weeks ago, breaking down nice. the full WandaVision. And now he's going to be getting into some Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. So check out the People's Forum on all your favorite platforms, including reddragonsradio.com. So, yes. <laughs> and next up, of course, as always, our boy Friggins. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. wait, wrong movie. Damn. Well, not, not, not really. I mean, he was in it. He was just dead. True. So, so I'm bringing the Green Lantern. You know, I saw Peeps had a prop, and I was scrambling, like, I better get a prop, too. So I'm bringing Green Lantern to the show. Thanks, Don, for having me. I'm excited to talk some Justice League, even if it's only a little Green Lantern. I know, I know. And the sad thing is, is from from what we understand, we heard that uh, Zack Snyder wanted a Green Lantern in the movie, but was told no by Warner Brothers, and that's when he put in Martian Manhunter to kind of take that place. But it was actually supposed to be a Green Lantern that came and uh, talked to Bruce and stuff at the end there. But by the way, spoilers! So we are going to be breaking down this movie uh, all the way through. So heads up once again, spoilers. It is a spoiler review, um, as always. Um, so yeah, you know, every time we have a big project like this, we love to come together and we love to break it all down, right? The good, the bad and everything and different kind of where we going overall thoughts, really breaking down all this kind of stuff. And what I'm excited about is, I mean, this movie, dude, I mean, this is something that we've been, I know at least me, I think different levels for you guys, but for me, uh, I've been waiting for the Zack Snyder version of Justice League for quite some time. It was a myth at one point. Would we ever get it? Um, and it was looking like we probably wouldn't. I mean, this movie came out in 2017 and, you know, we he stepped away from the project. We got this Joss Whedon stepping in, kind of doing this mix mash, taking out stuff that Zach did, putting in his own stuff, doing, so, doing way more reshoots than I really thought he did because there's a lot different. Uh, between the theatrical and this Zack Snyder cut. Um, but, you know, the movie comes out. It it doesn't make as much money as the box office like they wanted it to. It was supposed to be this big movie like Avengers, and it kind of just petered out. Actually, one of the lowest performing box office movies out of the whole DCEU, which is crazy. It's crazy to think, especially when you have something like 
you know, a Justice League, aka an Avengers, a team up movie, right? All your heroes together. You got Superman, you got Batman, you got Wonder Woman, you know, and then you're bringing in Flash and Cyborg and Aquaman. And the movie doesn't do that hot. I mean, that's crazy in its own right to me, um, of how you can have that many Titans in a film and people pretty much just be like, meh. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, and it's unfortunate, but then we find out, you know, Z- Zack Snyder over the years has been, posting pictures and talking about all these things that he was going to be doing with the movie. And we didn't know. We never thought we were going to get anything. Luckily, Warner Brothers has a piece of stake in HBO Max. This new streaming service launches, and they're looking to get people to subscribe. So what better way than to say, you know what? We're going to put some money into this. We're going to let you finish your film, and we'll put it out as an HBO Max exclusive. And that's what they did, man. And it, on March 18th, the film dropped. Peeps came over to my place. We watched it. We invited Friggins, but he's too cool for school. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, so, so we checked it out, man. We watched it. Geeky Pack came over as well, too. And and we checked out this movie in all four hours and two minutes of its glory. Um, I believe, did you, you watched it in segments, didn't you, Friggins? I did. I, w- I was definitely something I wanted to discuss as we kind of break into this. But yeah, I, I did do the segment option instead of the straightforward. Okay. So I'd be curious to see kind of your thoughts. Talk about that when we kind of go around yeah. on if you felt like that helped your overall, you know, enjoyment of it or if it hurt it. Because I feel as somebody who watched it obviously through the four hours that I feel like it would hurt it, to be honest, like in my <laughs> opinion, like uh, being like, let me only go two hours into it or two and a half, whatever, and kind of stop and go back to the rest another day. I could see doing that on repeat viewings, you know, like now if I watch it again, I probably will watch, maybe check it out in segments or maybe click through to the different chapters that I liked more. Um, But I feel like for my first viewing through that, that would jack me all up. I don't know. I guess let's just jump to that. What, how did you feel that that gave your enjoyment on it? Yeah, actually. So kind of giving away a little bit of my overall experience, but like, you know, starting it up, I, I got really, really excited as it was just building and building and building. So I have to say that in one sense, I just really wanted to watch the whole thing straight through because I was having so much fun and I was just like super into it. So the fact that I had to take a break was a little, uh, I was actually sad about it. Like I was like, I just want to stay up all night long and watch this whole damn thing. Uh, but at the same respect, it ended up uh, being kind of nice because it was basically like, imagine, you know, going and watching uh, Lord of the Rings, the first one, and then immediately being able to watch the next one the next day. So, again, it, it's a little cheating because I had seen the original one and I knew the, the background. But how dare it, you? What, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, honestly, like I liked the breaking, uh, the split. I feel like it gave me a, a cool breather to uh, absorb all the information that I got from that first half and, and the differences and the changes. And then it got me excited to rush home and, and start the next half the next day. So it was actually a pretty good experience. Uh, it was funny to feel sad to have to pause it. Like I was like, no, I don't want to stop right now. But again, like um, it, it was just kind of like prolonging the, the, the experience I was having. So it didn't end up being that bad. Uh, now it could have been different if say I didn't know overall what to expect. And again, there was a lot of differences. And, and so, the, uh, you know, I found things to be different as we go through, but 
But um, had I not kind of had that expectation, I may have felt a little bit differently. But I guess because of the prior experience, it, it, it wasn't as bad as you might think. Um, I, I've been talking a lot, but I want to point out one more thing. They actually have uh, uh, good breaking points. So that was the other thing that was helpful. So I stopped it at part four, which is like an hour and 50 minutes. So you're basically right at that two-hour mark. So yeah, that's what I heard was part four that. is kind of that. Like that's the recommended kind of stopping point if you're going to exactly. try to break it into two parts. I, I would highly recommend it because, again, you know, if you're doing that breakdown, you you get that full two hours, and you get a new, another two hours, uh, pretty much, and the, and it, it makes the, sense. The, was that the 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 fight where they were with the with the Robo Crab? No. It was actually yeah. right before, like right at uh, right when they do the bat sim- symbol to get. Um, Jim Gordon standing right next to the basketball. So like that's literally where I stopped, like right then and there. So it, it was a perfect splitting point. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Okay. So interesting enough, like I said, I'm kind of curious. Overall, anybody's thoughts really that watched it in chunks? Did you feel it helped you? Did it feel it took it away? Um, kind of what was your you know viewing pleasure on it? I mean, it is it is a heavy movie to do in four hours, but honestly, for me, like I said, kind of on my non-spoiler review, was that I felt like it flew by. I mean, I don't know about you peeps, but like I, I felt like we we thought it kind of just chugged along. Like it was it was pretty damn quick for starting it at like you know six six thirty when we started it, and then finished around ten thirty. Um, I thought it went by really, really quick. Um, and maybe that's just my enjoyment level of it too. Just kind of kept it chugging along, but I don't know. What'd you feel about the pacing and kind of the, the longevity of it peeps? Like, did you feel it went pretty quick or you felt the four hours? It, it, it's weird because there were moments where, like you said, like I, I was digging it. I was in the moment. Um, you know, those action scenes, they were very long and I didn't want them to end. And it seems like they, they didn't end. They just kept going and going. But there were a few scenes that I, I, the fatigue started to, to to soak in. Specifically, the Martha Kent and and Lois conversation, like that. Like I just started. Whoa! Like the what two plus hours that was that that we had been experiencing before that they all just started like weighing in on me at that moment. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm feeling it now. And then it started. You know, then they picked up again. So. Um, there, there were some, you know, long what, moments where they're just walking in slow motion with a stupid song playing in the background that I, I could have done without. <laughs> um, but I mean, with slow motion. <laughs> I mean, it. I, it all. I'll, I'll say though, it did feel like a four-hour movie. Like, okay. it, I, I felt it, it did feel like a four-hour movie. Um, but interesting. I can't say that I w- was dissatisfied with with the 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 amount of time that i was spending with it because so an example king kong right uh the uh, 2007 king kong three-hour movie that movie feels 
like three hours yeah. and 20 minutes. Like it drags <laughs> at so many points of that movie. You and then fast forward the first hour of that is what I yes. mean. If you take yeah, the exactly. first hour of the movie, <laughs> the rest of King Kong is great. <laughs> Just go from the hour in mark. <laughs> exactly. And I did not get that feeling with this one. So, so yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Cause I was a little worried about like, you know, how it would go doing the whole four hours. Like, do you get bored, especially having seen it before? Like, is this something that gets to the point where you're just kind of like, I just want to fast forward through this, but not the same movie. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Not at all. And that was the way, you know, that I, that I felt going into it was like, okay, so we know the theatrical version was a two hour film and probably a half hour to 45 minutes of it or so was what was reshot. So we still have almost an hour and a half of what Zach shot. And even though we had similar footage, we had a lot of differences. I mean, even the same scenes played out differently. The dialogue was different. The action was a little bit different. The scenes were extended, you know, things like that. Um, so that's that's what's really, really cool about it is that even though we see some things that we're like, okay, I saw this in the theatrical cut. We saw it play out differently and it made it feel like a different movie. I know me and peeps were talking about a lot, like the overall placement of some scenes, right? Like things that were like later in the, in the theatrical cut were right off the bat, right? Like Bruce going to see Aquaman was like, boom, right off the beginning. And it was like, well, this wasn't at the beginning of the other movie, you know? And then the wonder woman scene was even extended and she was just more badass, And like, just the way that that scene overall played out, the uptick in the violence, <laughs> right? I mean, yes, it's rated R, uh, but this thing's brutal. Like this thing's brutal. How many people do we see get slammed against the wall and blood splatter? You know, <laughs> like, oh, you're like I, I was loving that. Like as soon as Wonder Woman throws that dude, I was like, oh shit! Like we needed that all all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice that with the Wonder Woman one. Like right out the gate, I saw a meme of it or or a gif of it. Um, yesterday, I think, and it was just slow mo of her in the bank, like throwing the guy against the wall and the blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I did not catch that, you know. And then, like I said, then later in the movie with uh, Steppenwolf and the Atlanteans, you know, he grabs that one Atlantean, throws him against the rock, and the and the rock just splatters, you know, behind from his head smashing against it. All right, wow. it's in, it, it's incredible the plusing of just the violence, right? I mean, these are in, and I saw Zack Snyder, somebody said like, why is it so violent? And he said like, these are gods we're talking about, you know, like they're, they're, they're fighting man, (laughs) you know, sometimes, and sometimes it it ain't an easy thing to do. Right. Um, I mean, it is, it's violent and it's brutal, but it, this is what DC is, man. I mean, this really plays out that vision. Well, Um, and you know, and it's actually kind of on par with comic books too, because if you think about it, there's been so many times where people have described uh, Superman, Aquaman, whoever as pulling their punches. So like, you know, they've always kind of, instead of that full force punch, they're not punching quite as hard that where, when they face someone like, you know, dark side or, you know, any other of the big mega bad guys, they actually finally get to go full force. So this is uh, still in kind of line with with comic book, you know, rules. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I really want to talk about here, kind of kicking things off is your overall perception of the film. And especially if you try to compare it to the theatrical, I mean, I think we all are in agreement this is better than the theatrical version, but just kind of like 
going from that movie and your original thoughts of how you felt about the theatrical one compared to watching this one and your overall thoughts by the end of it and just really overall thoughts about the whole movie in general, right? The like the things that you really appreciated and kind of walked away from being like, damn, I'm so glad I got to see this vision of it, you know? So, um, so Fred, yeah. I mean, talk through that kind of comparison. Uh, well, you know, so comparing the old version to the new version and, and the overall experience was like watching, it, it's almost like comparing two completely different movies. You know, it's, um, it, I truly felt like, I walked in thinking I know exactly what's going to happen watching the Snyder cut. And I ended up being surprised so often that it was just like, man, this is like watching an entirely different uh, film. So while it was thematically the same and, and generally the same and the plot was, you know, kind of had the same beats, there was enough differences that my overall experience was one of watching an entire new movie. Um You know, so that's, I mean, just in a nutshell, without really kind of breaking down individual moments or anything, that's what I would say my my overall take at experiencing this for the first time. And one thing I'll add, too, is I remember after completing the movie, um, the first time around, I walked out of the theater and I was just like, I never need to see that fucking movie again. Um, But then walking out of this one, well, walking out from my couch, um, I, I thought, Holy shit, I cannot wait to watch this. Like, I could play it again right now. <laughs> but that's my overall kind of vibe. All right, peeps. Um, like, I, like overall, I was definitely satisfied from with, with what I had experienced. I mean, the, you know, I, you guys know I've been kind of talking shit about Justice League and, and, and this whole Zack Snyder cut uh, for a while now. Um, I'm just like, that's all that we've been hearing, you know, in the, 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 the film and movie media news, the Zack Snyder cut. And he just added 32 more seconds to the movie. It's going to blow you away. Jared Leto's confirmed to come back, reprise it. Like, just show me the goddamn movie. I want to see the movie already. Um, but you know, it, it, for a four hour movie, like it, it, it was, it, I did have a good time. It might feel a little bit differently as I, you know, start listing some of my cons as we are, you know, kind of go through our our, our conversation this evening. Um, but just overall, know that yes, I did enjoy it. Um, it was a lot of fun. They went hard on those action scenes. Three hundred is like one of my, um, you know, it, it, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, DX, as we're watching the movie, is saying like, "Wow, this." This feels like 300, and I agree. Yeah. Like there were so many scenes of just like a, 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 a lot of 300 vibes. Yeah, like 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 that yellowish sunset background, and things are kind of moving in slow motion, and um, it's just that dirty, gritty kind of like 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 vibe feel to it. And I I, I enjoyed it. There were so many action scenes that I that I absolutely loved. Um, so yeah, I it visually it was great. Story. I, I have some beef with. Uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, we've talked about, um, you know, in, in some of our other Am I Still on the Airs, uh, about some of the, the Transformers movies. The story is, is, is pretty garbage with some of those movies, but they look amazing. It's a, it's a cinematic masterpiece visually. 
<laughs> Sorry, DX. Um, but Keep my Transformers name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So overall, I had a good time. And, and you know, just don't want to drag on too much. But you know, comparatively to the uh, you know to the other version, again, I mean, come on, like yeah, it, yeah. It, a decent time versus a great time. So yeah, that's a good way to say it. Um, just like our, our boy here in the chat, like I said, he put the original no longer exists in my mind. The original is like a sci-fi channel knockoff compared to the Snyder <laughs> Cut. Yeah, you could look at it that way, right? Like we, you, you got uh, Transformers and then we got Transmorphers, right? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we got snakes on a plane. They got snakes on a train. Like, you know, so we, we got our two versions of everything. That could definitely Justice be. Society versus Justice League. I get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I mean, going back, you know, overall thoughts, theatrical Snyder Cut, like, here's the crazy thing right so like i i like the theatrical cut like for what it is like and and again i think a big majority version of that is my overall just love for this dc universe i mean i like what's been built i'm a big henry cavill fan as superman i think he's badass i think ben affleck's the best batman there's so much that i like about this universe so seeing that justice league seeing them come together after all the build-up and talking about bringing in Aquaman and Flash and seeing all these people together for the first time, maybe just my enjoyment for that brought me to just levels of being like, yes, that was awesome. I'm glad I got it. Um, and there's a lot of things that, that I like about it that are because they were in this movie and it was just little hints towards kind of that. Um, so I always like that. And then I see this and I'm like, holy crap, like <laughs> this is such a different movie um because it is it's the other movie on steroids and like and it just beefs everything up and there's the added runtime again to specify the fact that the theatrical version is exactly two hours long exactly two hours long so we have a four hour movie here that is double the length we have so much more time to let characters breathe to have more of those moments in between characters we see more alfred we see you know these different interactions between people that just make us know more. We see Cyborg become Cyborg. We see his backstory. You know, we get the whole other scene with the Flash, same in Iris West. I mean, there's so much added in here, so much more of the Amazons and where that all kind of came from. I mean, it just, I know, I know that night that we watched it, I was just scratching my head saying like, how did somebody Why? look at this and say, let's trim half of it. And yeah. <laughs> And not even half of it, but even more than that. And then let's reshoot a bunch of shit and kind of alter everything. I mean, let me just say Russian family, right? I mean, oh. the whole Russian family thing that was in the theatrical cut, right? That we we went to this family multiple times in the theatrical cut. And then, of course, Flash saves them at the very end. And then we're watching the Snyder cut and we're like, there's no Russian family in this. Like, they literally <laughs> took cool stuff out and said... Let's put in this Russian family for no reason, and we'll just have parademons circling their house for an hour, and then have them be a part of the big battle at the end. In my it, mind, they still exist. They just they were saved that quick off you know screen. <laughs> oh, that we didn't even have to go I'm, there. I'm glad that in your version they got saved, and they weren't in the buildings that were just collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> Um, it, but that's that's just the whole thing that's my head scratcher coming off of this again is that Warner Brothers executives, Joss Whedon, everybody involved said, let's pick this out, let's pick this out, let's pick this out, and let's put this in, and let's put that in. Like, who signed off on a lot of this shit? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make 
any damn sense like whatsoever like that that they would remove crucial elements number one also make the mandate to make the out the movie two hours long which was just ridiculous i mean it's a justice league movie all the other dc movies are over two hours long i mean even wonder woman 84 that just came out is like two and a half hours so come on i mean if they all get to be two and a half hours you're telling me you needed to scale justice league down to two exactly like this could have been a two and a half hour movie it could have been a three hour cut you know on digital when it hit like like batman v superman you know it was a two and a half hour movie they did the ultimate edition with Zack Snyder that made it a three-hour movie. Yeah, that's what we could have done here. We could have got his vision played out. Maybe, of course, they're not going to release a four-hour movie in theaters. We know that, it, and he would have had another cut, you know. And then we could have got this big ultimate edition down the road. Um, but yeah, just the head scratching of all of this. But um, this movie is just so superior. Again, when we talk about you know theatrical versus Snyder cut. I mean, just from the very beginning, I mean, piggybacking off of BVS with Superman getting stabbed and having that death cry that just kind of goes out across, you know, literally the whole world, basically, right? And it awakens the mother boxes and lets them know there's no Kryptonians and now we can go attack, right? No lanterns, no Kryptonians. Uh, But I I love that that was the symbol, you know, to let Darkseid and all them know, like, now's the time to attack, right? Superman is dead. This world can be consumed now. And that was cool as hell because we didn't get any of that in the other movie, right? How stupid was Steppenwolf in the theatrical cut beyond his look in that one because he's so badass in this one. I love the moving armor, like, especially in, in that Amazon fight. Yeah, when he got all the arrows and he just pushed and just blew them out, you know, and his voice was better and his he just his whole look was badass and you understood what he was doing in this movie compared to the theatrical cut where it was just mother mother everything was mother and he just wanted the mother boxes and it really had if you're not a DC fan you didn't understand what the mother boxes were you didn't understand what they were trying to do what was the point of getting the three mother boxes whereas in this one you understand and you see that Steppenwolf has fallen on hard times with Darkseid and he's trying to prove himself to him, you know, with the sod and then trying to get to, you know, Darkseid to be like, look, I did it. I did it for you. Right. Like, like now we can have the unity and it just made more sense. He was a cooler character. I love that his metal was like an armor that could be removed. I mean, when we saw him without it on his horns and stuff like that was all cool as hell to me. Um, There's so many moments in this movie that you're just like, why did they take that out? Why did they take that out? Why did they take that out? Like, who did this? Um, it, it's just, it's so nuts, dude. Like, like, it's just night and day when you compare the two versions together. It really, really is. Um, but it was cool to see that a lot of my favorite moments were part of Zach's vision. You know, like, because to me, I think one of the greatest comic book scenes in any movie is the Superman fight against the League. Like, I love that fight so damn much, dude. Like, seeing them all try to take him out, and he's just like, nope, 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 like, get out of here. You know, just the way that whole thing plays out. And and I was, there was a lot of people that thought that whole scene was Joss Whedon, you know? And so I was like, is it going to be in here? I don't know what it's going to do. And it was, and it was even longer, and it was extended, and there was more damage. And, you know, just, it, it was so cool to see that play out in the full version that, um, I was hoping to get, you know, and all the big action beats were Zach's, you know, so that was really, really cool. It was just all the weird choices in between, you know, like, like Martha meeting 
Lois, like you said, peeps earlier, they have that discussion, but that's like at Lois's house in the in the Snyder Cut, but it's at the Daily Planet in the theatrical version. So it's like, what was the point of really switching that? You know, like yeah. it didn't quite make sense. Like I know he added the whole Martian Manhunter thing, like to the end of that conversation, but in the theatrical cut, you could have just had the door shut and we moved on to the next scene, right? It didn't even have to play into the whole Martian Manhunter thing. So yeah, they could have still done that same scene, you know. Um so yeah, I mean it's crazy when you look back at just all the little little differences that they felt the need to tweak or turn. Um, were there any scenes particular to you guys that you felt stood out, or anything that from one to the other that you were just like, why would they have done this, <laughs> or anything specific? Peeps, why don't you go first, man, my man? So, um, you know, friggins, you'll probably have a lot more. I, I, I'm getting all my information off of stuff I've been watching a little bit recently. I haven't. Uh, seeing the after watch spending four hours watching the uh the the justice league i'm like man can, can i can i go backwards <laughs> can i watch the original one now at this point and i the answer is no in case anybody's curious <laughs> um i but from what i've seen there are so many little jokes that were thrown in there that was specifically from like batman you know just like little quips like yeah, well, yeah. guess we're not getting the band together. Like, like just things that were thrown in there that it's just like, I don't know. I I, I guess you're going for that lighthearted Captain America, watch your language kind of vibe. But it's, you know, weird going from, you know, uh, you know Batman v Superman and even um, Superman Returns. Is that what? It, Man of Steel. Um, going from those. <laughs> right. <laughs> going from those you know a bit darker tone to the the the, the happy-go-lucky justice league um you know joss whedon cut so um just i i just don't understand why again a lot of that darker stuff like even wonder woman's amazing decapitation moment at the end like that was bad i don't even remember how steppenwolf got taken out in the other movie was it just superman did he just it was his fear. it was his fear because remember, oh, the, the parademons the were driven by fear. So uh, he was getting his ass kicked by the league, and he got real scared. So the parademons all... <laughs> <laughs> and they took him back up the boom tube, and he was gone. That's because Justice League people can't kill anybody because they're superheroes, and superheroes don't kill. Bullshit. Except for Batman <laughs> shooting with his gun bullets in, on his car. <laughs> sure, sure. They're rubber anyway, gun bullets. But... That's right. No, it's Way just that. Just, you know... You know, mainly the violence and some some of those action scenes, specifically the scene of them going um, that first scene with Darkseid uh, when he arrived. I mean, when we're that compared to the theatrical version, it's like it's such an amazing scene. It's <laughs> so freaking good. I love that scene, and for them just to, I don't know. I could probably go on. You got fr friggins. I'll, I'll hand you the mic. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much. There's I don't understand the 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 amount of things that were removed, and then also the amount of things that were added is insane. Um, but what I wanted to focus on was a couple things that I absolutely loved. And again, the one thing that did make the original cut that also made this cut, um, I wanted to shout out to was uh, in that Justice League fight against Superman. Don, that you mentioned, where Flash is running and then yeah. Superman tracks him and just that surprise. Like, guys, yeah. that scene 
literally makes me tear up. Like, yeah, dude, I, so good. I was it's like so bawling good. like a baby. Like, it's so that scene so specifically. Good. I don't know why, but it like just really hits with me. Um, Are you <laughs> sad for for Flash? Oh God! Flash no, it, it was like I'm one of those kidding. like the, the happy tears. This yeah, yeah, happy tears. Um, because would we have ever thought at one point in one day we'd have a movie right that Superman is fighting the Justice League and you see Flash running up in his super speed and Superman's eyes are tracking him and can actually follow how fast he's going. Yeah. Like that is incredible, dude. Like that is like I said it to me that whole scene is one of the best comic book movie scenes like ever. I love that scene so much. Like. Whenever I'm trying to show somebody how great 4K looks on something, I usually pop that scene on and show <laughs> that in 4K and just be like, just watch this scene. It's so That's beautiful. Funny. Well, yeah, so that scene was definitely one of them. Uh, another scene that really stood out to me, too, was, again, with The Flash, with at the end, when he's, like, running to um, – or it's not the end. It's when they're reviving Superman, excuse me, where he's, like, running and to hit that square, and the square hits the water, and I'm thinking – I don't remember that happening. I don't remember it hitting the water. And then it shows like all the bats, the other vision. I think that was with Cyborg. Or, mm-hmm. I, I'm getting scenes confused. And then like yeah. at the end with, with Flash, similarly where, you know, he has to run back time and stuff yeah. like that. So all of those scenes, I just were floored uh, because they were so good. And I kept asking myself, like, why would you take that out? Like, mm-hmm. it's so good. And I, I I have to to acknowledge at least the fact that Joss Whedon was making attempts to bring the comic book aspects to the film. So you know where where we get like you know some of the comedy they're trying to match the the MCU. Um, you know when Aquaman sits on the lasso and starts you know saying stupid stuff or whatever, um, and, and they're trying to just you know add in not their in jokes. The cut. Yeah, not in the Snyder <laughs> cut. Because it doesn't need. I to do kind of like that scene, though. I do. That was kind of. It was funny. I, but... I like that he's all Aquaman has that moment, and then he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm sitting." On <laughs> but, go, but going back to like you know what you guys are talking about as far as um, the 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 Russian family in there and, and removing this like buildup of saving this this random family that's not any characters or any connection to the, it was just a random family and and Superman carrying the entire apartment complex as he flies by. You definitely would have seen something like that in the like, you know, old school Superman comics. But, you know, I don't it's not for our audience now. Like we know structurally a building wouldn't hold together like that. It would fall apart, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, so I I like that they pulled some of that campiness out of it and um, just stuck with what it was. This is a gritty, dark, alternate version, peeps alternate version of the justice league so that way we know um and not just peace but for everyone that's over there saying well that's not what batman would do and that's not what superman would do and that's not what wonder woman would do maybe but this is specifically snyder's version of that and while there are things that even i don't agree with um there you know we have to take of it think of it as that alternate universe story and and that's what this is it's not the we're not taking a comic and adapting it like they did with Watchmen. They're not taking a comic and adapting it like they did with 300. This is Snyder's version of the justice league and what, how he would see that uh, working comic. in today's society. No film, not coming. We took a comic <laughs> and made it a film. <laughs> he did not take <laughs> a specific storyline. <laughs> no. No, I, it just it just makes more sense. I mean, you know, when like I said, even for my l- like of the original theatrical version, 
it does feel very mushed together, right? And it's, it's very much like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, because of that two-hour runtime. Whereas here, we really understand more. We see why the characters come together, right? It makes more sense. Other than Flash, who's just like, I need friends. Like, let me join the team. Like, everybody else is kind of like, I don't really want to, right? But then once something happens that triggers it, it's like, okay, I'll join the fight because it is about the ultimate kind of, where is this going? Like, we need to stop this guy before he gets too powerful, right? So we have to come together. Whereas the other movie felt very much like, we just have to go together, you know, and, and go from there. Um, so... So let's let's switch gears over here. Like, what didn't we like? Um, like, what you know? And I know Peeps now has a, has a bunch that he's been thinking of. Um, you know, which is funny that after you give Peeps a couple days to really marinate stuff, you know, because that night when you left, he was like, "This is the best thing ever." And then now he's like, "I got some problems. Let me let me get into it." Uh, we we were riding that high the other night for sure. Um, but you know, but with everything, there's always things that we kind of walked away from. So now that we've finally got here and we finally seen it what didn't we like about it or what did we wish maybe played out a little bit differently so i'll let you start peeps go for it <laughs> so you mentioned one of you about the the you know the ja, the joss whedon version and and how you wouldn't know that something happened. And I think it was you, Don. You wouldn't know that this was the thing. And, uh, the mother boxes you were talking about. You wouldn't know that they are sentient and yada yada unless you knew that from the comics because the movie didn't do a good job at explaining that. I feel like this movie didn't do a good job at explaining a lot of things. Like, I feel like I needed to give uh, Friggins a call and ask him a question like, hey, so what is this anti-life equation and why is it important? Why, why does anybody care about it? It is is that like a thumbprint that when he gets really angry, he hits it on the ground and then he he accidentally created an equation. I don't know what the anti life equation is. I'm assuming it has to do with anti life, and it's some <laughs> <sort of> equation. <laughs> Good guess. Yeah. Good job. So I'm just saying, like that was like the big deal, right? Like that was the thing that got yeah. um, that that Steppenwolf was using to get Darkseid to not just um, forgive him, but to come to earth and, and fuck shit up. It, it's apparently a big deal that I don't understand why I, I need to care about it. Outside of that, it, it sounds like it's really bad and I don't want the bad guy to have it. Um, uh, I f I'm going to leave this one for last because this one makes me the most angry. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the Amazon, the Amazonians and the Atlanteans, right? Like in, in this world, in this story, you're like, Hey, we have a, we're, we're going to protect the mother box. We need to protect this mother box. We need to protect it with our lives, literally giving our lives to protect this mother box. But once somebody takes it, I'm like, eh, fuck it. We tried. Right, guys? <laughs> right? We, we, we tried. We, we saw. We lost. So uh, we'll, we'll say, you guys, y'all want to get drinks now? <laughs> we'll, we'll let somebody else take care of anything else that happens after somebody still like why were they not there at the last fight it does i don't understand if this if these protecting these mother boxes is such a big deal if you're going to keep somebody watching this mother box for three hundred thousand years and then someone takes it why are you just gonna be like fuck it i don't care anymore that did, i didn't understand that um 
the it, apparently the flash can just fix any problem that anybody ever uh has <laughs> now like he is literally a time stone inside he is his own time stone they didn't sh- and maybe they'll get into it a little bit later but i feel like in this movie they should have sh- told either mentioned it and i feel like they slightly mentioned that using the speed force to change time there is a be- there is negative re- repercussions that come from that um we know that Nobody else knows that. And I'm sure if my mom was watching this movie, she'd be like, what, what the hell's going on? And why the hell is he walking in the middle of, of a portal field? My mom doesn't actually talk like that, but like, <laughs> man, that's, that's what's going to be going on in her head. Um, Aquaman's eyes, it's not a bad thing, but I thought it was kind of funny how he has You and the damn eyes. eyes. I know. You, you're obsessed. And you're really going to bring out Aquaman's eyes. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I just, it's, in my, it's in my stupid notes. Um, okay. The biggest thing, the biggest issue I had is Martian Manhunter. Fuck you, Martian Manhunter. Oh. Are you going to tell me that you've been sitting here while thousands of people were killed in Metropolis, while one very important person was killed in random area that nobody was at. I don't remember Batman feeds Superman. When Superman was killed, you you were watching that. <laughs> you were and now after all of that shit is at, and even after this fight, you're gonna come up to me and say, hey, I've been here this whole fucking time and I want to join your club. <laughs> and then you, Batman, are going to say, hey, okay, what's your name? My name is Martian Manhunter. Hmm. That's not suspect, but sure, go ahead. You can join the fucking team. That's okay. Like, fuck that. That is dumb. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any kind of sense to me. I hate it. It feels like he grabbed it and shoved it in there after the fact. So here's the thing. So it definitely does feel shoehorned in. I will give it that. Oh, yeah. But... Zach's been saying for years that that was always the plan, right? That the general guy from Man of Steel was always Martian Manhunter. He was just in disguise. He was watching what was going on. Um, and he was always kind of keeping his distance and, and observing, you know, the threats of the world, right? It makes sense. He does feel to me like a John Jones kind of character, right? Uh, especially like the way that he's played on Supergirl and stuff. He's, you know, the head of the DEO and all this stuff. So I can see what they're doing there. But Yes, the way that it came out now feels very, very shoehorned, um, especially to the fact, like you said, so he's been around since Man of Steel, right? So Zod and all his people come in Man of Steel, fuck the world up, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> I'm an eye on it. one Superman, you got it. There's yeah. like nine then of we them, go, you got Then it. we go to Batman v Superman, Doomsday is created. <laughs> right? I'm, just, I'm watching, I'm watching. And then Justice League comes, I gotta fight Steppenwolf, he's over there. <laughs> and then after everything's done, he comes to Bruce, like, yo, if you need me, <laughs> I'm here, buddy. I I'm the Martian Manhunter. See you later. And um, yeah, it's just like, what? Like, like, come on, all these threats are happening, and he's just kick chilling on the sidelines. Like, I know he's got an important job at all, like being this general, but um, he's like your buddy that's behind you. Good thing this guy's in front of me. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah. Well, I think I think that goes to show that why the original vision was supposed to be a Green Lantern, like we talked about earlier, right? That end scene with Bruce would have made way more sense with the John Stewart coming and yes. saying, "Hey, yes. like 
I'm here. I heard about everything going on. Not not somebody that's been around for the trilogy and had nothing to do with anybody or, you know, a new superhero coming and saying, hey, I'll be a part of the team, right? And let's not forget, again, the marketing for the original Justice League was Unite the Seven. And we've all, we never got that seventh member. And the seventh member was always teased to be Green Lantern. And yeah. then they now tried to do this makeshift to Martian Manhunter, you know. So yeah. I agree with you there. But, I mean, it's just, it is crazy to see how it played out, knowing that it was in his vision this whole time. They yeah. they should have called him the Martian Man Observer because he was definitely not doing any hunting <laughs> yeah, at all. Exactly. Martian Man Looker. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I will point out, he is a... a, a, a a very well regarded character he's known to have been on the justice league for years and years and years yeah. so i i know why they chose him but right. you you could definitely see that it was intended uh to to be a green lantern because that would make sense green lantern shows up and it's like yo guys i barely got here space yeah. is far you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly i was on oa and yeah uh, exactly. it took me a minute to get back <laughs> or mogo maybe he was on mogo yeah, nobody knows who you're talking about. Ah, uh, well, okay. There's like one person that's like, I, <laughs> I know, know who Mogu. <laughs> that was for you, homie, whoever you are. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably stop bitching for now. I mean, it. it um, Dark side. Um, you know, he looked great. He sounded great. Just the one little nitpick that I have is that we he has an iconic stance. And I didn't get that iconic stance once. It is, it's like Thanos' smile. Like it's a thing that he has always done. And every time someone draws him, they will generally draw him in that stance. And he didn't even do it. Um, see, what, seeing the Omega Beam was freaking amazing. That excited the shit on me. And the way his eyes looked after that Omega Beam was, was fired, I'm like, I wish his eyes looked like that all the time. They don't. Fine, whatever. Um, and I'm just feel like Dark Side. If you would have just let one or two of your generals to help out your boy Steppenwolf, I think he probably would have won. But I mean, one on six. I mean, come on, man. Like, I told you he was going to fail. A fucking course he was going to fail. Like, he, you set him up for failure, dude. Exactly. I mean, technically, he won. It was Flash's fault that he failed because Flash reversed time. He cheated. True. True. I get you. You're I right. Like it. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> He did. He cheated. All right. Well, Fred, um, what didn't you like? Oh, man. So for dislikes, I had, uh, you know, I actually kind of had to think about this because I was really just, oh, oh nice mic control there. <laughs> um, I, I had to really kind of think about this a little bit because there was so much that I did like. But I will tell you, there's definitely a few things that still kind of stood out. First and foremost, and here's a shout out to my boy, Steve. Thanks for joining in. When you listen to the show live with us, you're going to get a shout out. Um, you know, the he and I agree that the Flash run is still completely terrible. The, you know, this weird what, waving your hands and all this stuff like, you know, the ice skating or whatever he's supposed <laughs> to be done. You had nailed it perfectly there in the video for those of you to get to watch this in video. I mean, it was just spot on Barry Allen right there. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I would like I, someone to, I, I want to hear Zach explain it. Like, like uh, number one, I want to know if he directed him to run that way 
or that's just an Ezra Miller thing? Like, because I'm really confused. Like, if it, that is just the way he runs, and that's the way they filmed it, and they're just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> or I, I hope they keep that going. I, 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 like I know. It. I'm curious it's to see exactly in the Flash movie, will he run like that? Um, Maybe like the Flashpoint right. is like, like you got to stop running that way, or you're ruined time. <laughs> That's when it's like his electricity turns from blue to yellow, and then they're yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, okay, he's got the real run now." So uh, you know that was I'm definitely a, it was definitely a bothersome aspect to me. Um, I'm I wasn't too fond of that originally, and that definitely carried over. Um, the next aspect that I didn't like actually was relating to this very very minor scene where they show like lois open up a, a drawer and there's the pregnancy test in there and kind of like hinting at that she was pregnant and you know and again you know we know later for those of us that follow stuff on the internet and, and find out that zach's saying like oh he had planned her to you know have um superman's son and 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 so on and so forth and I, or and he becomes Batman or some shit i don't know he had some like crazy idea about where that was gonna go down the line but most people don't follow that kind of information. They're not going to get that much of a, you know, or do that much research to get that kind of like follow up. Um, but that was like completely unneeded for me personally. Um, and they, and the- they, they made it official in the movie, though. You might have missed it because at the end scene on the farm when Martha's moving back in, they tell Lois, Congratulations. So no, it was dropped in the movie to confirm she is pregnant. They hinted at it with the pregnancy test in the drawer. They tell her congratulations at the end. And then, yeah, Zack Snyder said officially in the next movie she would have been pregnant. Um, later down the road, yeah, their son would have grown up to be like a new Batman because they said he didn't have powers. So he trained and then he became like a new kind of Batman um, in, in later later films. But, yeah, they did at least confirm it. It wasn't kind of just left out there. They did sl- throw in the congratulations and she is carrying a bassinet uh in her hand at that point too when they say it see and that's the kind of thing that i don't like is that where they deviate so um you know deviate i don't want to say dramatically it's not super dramatically from from the source material but like because you know superman eventually does have a son in comics this is a different okay you're still talking i'm still talking so I'm trying not to let myself get wrapped up in the deviations that I was discussing and trying to remember that this is a alternate reality version of, of the show. But there are some things that I feel like, you know, kind of present blocks to to some enjoyment when you're dealing with a comic book related thing. So, you know, um, Superman's got to be strong and fly and have the laser eyes and all that stuff and and stuff like that. And And so when you have all these characters that could easily have been the next Batman, like Nightwing, like Jason Todd, like, um, you know, Tim, like uh, even Damien, like you have all these other options. Like, why do we have to go down that road? Like Superman in the stories has another son, has a son. He has just basically another Superman. Like there's other things you could do with that. So that was something that was a little bothersome uh, that I could have done without personally. But um, again, it is writing that line of, pretending this is an alternate reality although um it is kind of interesting to see uh what where that could have went and and to research that a little bit the other thing that i was a little bummed about is um when we did get to see that dark side fight uh first and foremost uh the green lantern uh you know we did see a little green lantern in the first cut but in this cut um you know 
that he was just awesome to see that Green Lantern fighting. Uh, I would have liked to see more of that. Um, Don, you already brought up the the Green Lantern. That's my biggest gripe is the fact that we we got no Green Lantern. Um, we definitely need Green Lantern in this universe. That it doesn't. There's a dead one in the middle there in that. Fight. And I think I think that was Kilowog. I feel yeah, like it it's Kilowog. Like, uh, Kilowog, or it was a. Uh, oh man, the one that, so- that that Hal gets his ring from. Oh, Abensor. Yeah, yeah. It was one of one of those two. Yeah. Uh, there is a cl- closer kind of zoomed in, cleaned up picture yeah. on that one because you just see the dead body laying there as the camera kind of zooms in. But you know. my point being is that like it doesn't feel like the Justice League without a lantern, and yeah. so I would have liked to have seen a lantern. Of course, I, I, you know, I like Hal, I like Kyle, I like John. I really would have took any of them uh, as long as it wasn't Guy Gardner. He's funny, but he can't be the main Justice League guy. Um, but anyway. Those were some of my my gripes there. Again, Green Lantern not being in it is definitely the biggest one for me. Um, I feel like I had one more, but I got distracted. I can't think of it. So if it dawns on me, I'll let you know. But I'll turn it back to you, Don. All right. Um, Yeah, no, I I would have been cool as hell to see a Green Lantern. There were so many rumors back in the day that when he started doing the Snyder Cut that he was going to bring Ryan Reynolds back just because it was this offshoot, right? And it was going to be a one one and done kind of thing. Hey, let's bring in Ryan Reynolds. And I know a couple of days before the movie came out, Ryan Reynolds had tweeted, like, I'm not in the Snyder Cut, like, you know, sorry. And I was like, ah, he's lying. He's going to pop up. It's going to be this big surprise, right? But unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, so that would have been cool. I have a feeling that HBO Max shut that down, though, because they're going to be doing the, the HBO Max Green Lantern TV series. So I feel like they they didn't want that discrepancy to kind of be there. Like, oh, well, that wasn't the John Stewart in the Snyder Cut. Now we have a different one in this. So they probably just didn't want that confusion. It's the same thing that the CW goes through, you know, when they want to use certain characters and they get kiboshed by Warner Brothers because there's plans for them in the movies and they don't want to do both. So I had a feeling that's probably what happened there. Um, thinking, trying to think through, again, overall thoughts um, or just what we didn't like. Um I, I struggled with this one because there was really nothing much in this movie that I didn't like. I mean, I, I like the way it played out. I'm not picky with this one. Um, I would say overall probably my biggest thing when I really sat and thought about it, if there's any kind of beef that I had, was I was hoping for more Superman in this cut. Um, you know, I wasn't sure what we would get because of the differences between the theatrical and his Snyder cut. I know in the, in the theatrical version, you know, it's a two hour movie. He probably doesn't pop up till an hour and a half in, right? <laughs> like hour, 20 minutes, maybe something like that. And then in the Snyder cut, I don't even think he's in the thing until <laughs> two and a half, three hours into it. Right. Oh, Cause he's probably only in the last hour to be honest. And I think, we almost get less of him than we did in theatrical cut, to be honest. Like, I mean, he comes back, we get the same fight. He goes off to the farm, he gets the suit and then he sees Alfred real quick. And then he shows up in the final battle and it's pretty wham, bam at that point. Um, Being a big Superman fan, that's, that's my biggest gripe with justice league, right? We have a four hour movie and I have less than an hour of my favorite character, you know? And so that's, that's rough. And I expected, to maybe see more, I expected maybe a little bit more dive into why the black suit, you know, stuff like that. That was never really explained, like why he chose to put on the black suit compared yeah. to his regular suit. Now, obviously, Friggins knows, Peeps probably knows, like in the comic books, obviously the black suit is regenerative, right? Like he goes up to the sun. They do have that scene. He flies up and he's kind of basking in the sun. 
we know that that suit's supposed to give him his, his strength and his energy back faster. And that's why in the comic books, when he was resurrected, he was in the black suit. Um, but there's no explanation of that. It's just kind of, I have the suit and here I go. And yeah. um, so as badass as it was, I just wish we would have got a little bit more backstory. I wish we got would have got maybe another scene of him maybe shaking things off, kind of coming back from the dead than just the fight scene. Um, I just wish we had a little bit more. I mean, when he does show up in that final scene with Steppenwolf, it's badass. I mean, him swooping in right when Steppenwolf hits the axe on his shoulder and he's just kind of smiling at Steppenwolf and then blows on it, (laughs) smashes it. Like, oh, dude. And then he just beats the hell out of him. And it was just badass. I mean, it was super, super cool uh, to get. And I absolutely loved it. Um, I did think it was a little weird, though, when you go to the very end in the epilogue of the movie and they still have the scene of him kind of as Clark Kent and he turns down the aisle and opens up the shirt that he still had the black suit on at that yeah. point. I felt like in that scene, he should have been back to the blue and red. Um, so that was a little, a little odd to me. Like when he opened up the shirt and it was the black suit still, I was like, okay, why are you selling that? Cause it's obviously not your suit going forward, you know? So, right. um, but yeah, I just, so that was really my only kind of grief <laughs> about that was, uh, wish I had more Superman. Well, you know, there was a movie um, that had Superman in it, and there's a movie that had Batman in it, but there's no movies with Cyborg in it, so we got more Cyborg to (laughs) fill in those Superman gaps. Um, I will also say another beef of mine is that, and I'm I'm friggins, I'm so sorry for saying this, a goddamn nightmare scene. What? Because it doesn't make sense. It's the future and Batman. It makes total sense. What are you talking about? It's Batman the future. Just, but he can just dream the future now? Is that like his new superpower? I just dream the future? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll add that to the list of Batman superpowers. <laughs> kind of useless for the most part of the movie, except for, I think, I, I think, I think Lois is important. I have a feeling, guys. <laughs> and... I don't know. And again, Barry Allen's supposed to run to the past to change everything. And that's all he's able to do is just get like a little 30 second window. Hey, Bruce, Lois is the key. Be very careful with what you say next. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, I don't know. Like, like that. I will fuck it, you up. <laughs> it looked great. And it was a fun little Joker, Batman. All that was, was great. And that was amazing and fine and fun. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why is that even happening? Well, we don't have all the information, right? So you were talking about, and and we never will. But like, that's the point. It's like, it's kind of a cliffhanger. And he he warned us of that. But that's the kind of the same thing with the Flash thing. You talked about, you know, the Flash could just solve all your problems. That's theoretically the first time he's ever done it to that extent. Oh, yeah, yeah, to that that extent. extent. So we saw him do it a little bit to bring the the box up a little, and now we saw him do it to oh man, just t- that scene where he's running and the floor is coming back like ah oh, that was dope. But anyway, so like we don't know what the repercussions of that are, and he doesn't know what that at that moment. So like Flashpoint, presumably, we'll talk about you know, the repercussions of fixing the past because we know comic fans know that the flashpoint is about him going back and fixing a, a, a wrong in his life and, and what happens after that. So like, maybe this is what says, if I did it there, now I can go do it even further back. Right. And so going back to your point with the, 
the 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 nightmare scene, we probably don't know the extent of where why is Bruce getting those those memories, and it probably has to do with the Flash and um, maybe them doing something in that time that hasn't been explained yet that would tell us why Bruce is having those 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 memories. And I, I just think that there's probably an explanation we just don't know because well, I, I think the explanation was kind of given to us in the resurrection scene. I mean, like you, you keep bringing up that scene before he touches the mother box, right? We see how it plays out, right? Wonder Woman's dead, Aquaman's dead. Like all, all this stuff is happening, right? And that's because they resurrected Superman. And this was the outcome of it because Superman ends up getting, you know, being a, a something for Darkseid, right? And he gets altered and, and Lois ends up dying and he goes evil, right? That was all the premonition at just bringing him back. That's why Cyborg sure. was like, this isn't a good idea. We sure. shouldn't do this. <laughs> and they did it anyway. And then that's exactly, if you go to the nightmare scene, what happened? Arthur's dead, right? Which we saw Darkseid kill him earlier. Like things are playing out the way that it was foretold earlier in the movie i mean that they were just showing it to us you know that yeah man is now bad they're all on the run this is all we have left you know and now that's why mara's with them because she wants to get revenge for arthur you know flash is still traveling around in his little metal suit and <laughs> trying to you know figure out what's what um you know and that's why they have to team up with deathstroke and joker and it's just you know fight of the fittest <laughs> that's left at this point yeah. i absolutely love this scene i think it's a great ending for the movie uh the back and forth honestly just between batman and joker is so great in this i mean i had such a giddy moment watching this and i've gone back and just watched this part of the scene again just to even with sub i had to put the subtitles on the second time just to be like did i catch everything that was said right because there's so many cool things from joker admitting to killing robin right he talks about boy wonder and then batman throws it back at him like well when harley was dying in my arm she told me basically to fuck you up and i'm gonna live live through that promise you know and just that whole thing is so damn cool to hear between them i mean this is something again i never thought i would see between these two characters, we had a brief moment in Suicide Squad where they were fighting on the car, and that was that. I mean, we haven't seen them have dialogue together, and that's what this scene brought. And seeing this grim future and Slade working with Batman and just, you know, Joker kind of just they're dragging him along just because it's what makes sense in this weird timeline. And I just, it was so cool to see, knowing too that, you know, if we would have gotten a real Justice League 2, he was planning on doing this nightmare version, like kind of like grand scale, like as a whole movie, you know, playing out, which would have been really cool knowing, you know, injustice and all those kind of things in the games. And just, that was really cool to see that adapted. So yeah. I absolutely love this epilogue scene that we get at the very end. What about it? Does, do you not like, I mean, I know you said it doesn't make sense, but that. like, but you have these like, other things we've talked about where you've said like, oh, this is cool that they didn't explain it because now it's kind of out there for either A, for someone to um, come back and make a sequel or something. And we know that's sure. not going to happen here. Yeah. But uh, or B, like you to ex explore it in your mind. And like yeah. what I like about it is you you can with with kind of the question marks there. It gave us enough to tell us like there's this shitty situation where yeah. bad guys have to team up with good guys, and it kind of let my imagination go. Like I could tell you, like in my head, I have like this whole story about what happens next, and like and and because we're not gonna have a movie, I, I, it, it's fun to to have that. But um, you know, anything else for you that just really uh, other than the not making sense? 
No, like, like I just don't under. I get what I, I understand it. It it makes sense what happened in that version in that world. And I know you love the bat goggles and the bat um, trench coat, you know. And some <laughs> and the bat love, machine gun. Some people love the flash mask and 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 the and the slave mohawk. Like again, it's a great <laughs> what if scenario. It's fine. I just don't understand why Batman's dreaming about it, and that's it. Why are you okay. dreaming about an alternate future? I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. I, it's just movie purposes. It's just to get us to the next step. It's to you know show us what's going to happen. I mean, think about it in Avengers in Age of Ultron, right? Like when Wanda does her little blah, 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 on Tony, he sees what's going to happen down the road with the Avengers, right? Yeah. Everybody's dead and, and everybody's laying on, on, you know, and the, the worms are coming through and everything and the takeover from Thanos, like he sees it happening. And that's why he's like, we need to create Ultron, right? We got to create this shield around the world. And it's all because of a premonition that happened. And that's exactly what this is here is a premonition. It's just I, a, like, it's a thought who knows really like, did something happen because of flash? Like, did, did he put that in his head from that future kind of, happening like you know was the end really a dream you know what did, i mean made, they posed it to make it look like a dream but was it it could have been something else i mean they could have just been showing the actual future of the vision of the future you know vision i, I would have been happy with that i would have been happy if they just ended the movie and then epilogue and then it says x years later or in the sometime in the future or something and then they play that scene i would be okay with that <laughs> So you want to see like Flash say, "Okay, sit down. It's time to try and vibe you back into the past," and that way you get the explanation of that's why. No, th them just show us again. Th this is something for the audience, not for Batman. Right. They're right, showing right. the audience, hey, audience, this shit's going to happen in the future. And then when the Flash movie happens, we see that f future Flash is going to go back to try to prevent this shit from happening. I don't. I don't see why Batman. Had, Batman's like, oh God, was that a nightmare or was that normal? I, I had a lot to drink last night and Vicky Bale was in the house, so uh, may, it could have been. Some, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's all. That's all. We can. We can move on. But all right. All right. Well, of course, this poses the question of just where do we go from here, right? Like, what's next steps for DC? Of course, the biggest hashtag on the internet this week is restore the Snyderverse, right? After this came off. Everybody being like, oh, my God, you got to let him finish his vision, right? We need to see where this goes. We need Justice League 2. We need this. We need that. What are we going to get? And then, unfortunately, the Warner Brothers people came out a couple days ago and said, this is an offshoot kind of thing. This is just something we did for HBO Max. We let Zach finish his vision. But that's that. That's kind of an Elseworld kind of thing. The theatrical version is the DCEU, and wow. we're kind of moving forward. In, in our own way with the characters we want to kind of move forward with. So wow. so a lot of people are, are mad. Uh, there's a lot of people tweeting and saying, hey, make your voice heard, because that's what happened with the Snyder Cut in the first place, right? This wasn't going to happen. It was an up movement across all social media with people saying hashtag Snyder Cut and people getting involved in it, and we got it. So everybody's hoping that Restore the Snyderverse will have that same kind of impact and kind of take us down the road. And it's kind of funny because watching Zack Snyder, I mean, after this came out, at one point he was saying, okay, cool, this is my vision, I got it out, I'm kind of moving on, right? I'm moving out from DC, I'm going to do some other stuff, and that's that. 
now it sounds like he really does want to tell the rest of this story <laughs> because I've seen over the last couple of days, he's kind of been like on his social media, like make your voice heard, you know, <laughs> if we're going to do anything. You got to bring it up and kind of, I think he's letting the movement kind of speak for itself. So oh, yeah. I don't know what that will do. I mean, I feel like DC's kind of got their own vision kind of moving forward. I think this does throw a big kink in it because there is so much love for this new version. Um, I think, you know, it's overwhelmingly more positive across critics and just our casual viewers. And it is the more definitive version of the movie. So it makes it hard to say, how do we not move forward with this? Especially when we still have an Ezra Miller flash and we still have a Jason Momoa Aquaman and we still have a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, you know, we even have Ben Affleck coming back in the flash movie, you know, and who knows Henry Cavill can pop up somewhere down the line too. So you still have these characters, but we're not going that direction anymore. We're going over here. Plus they seem to be moving in the direction of, you know, we want to do blue beetle and we want to do our man and we want to do all this other weird kind of side stuff that it's like, focus back on your main characters. You know, where's the green lantern? Where's, you know, Martian Manhunter? Where's all this other stuff that you where's that cyborg movie. Where's the yeah. cyborg movie. Where's, you know, um, there's, you know, the death stroke movie. Like where's all this other stuff that we're planting seeds for. So, I don't know, man. I'm hoping that the movement is big enough that we could get some sort of sequel, maybe just as an HBO Max thing. I think if HBO Max feels that this drew enough subscribers and it had enough watches that maybe it's worth it to them to make a sequel that's in this pocket universe now, but continue that vision. And we get it once again, exclusively on HBO Max. And then obviously DC can continue over here and, and do their film versions of whatever they want. Um, that's my hope is kind of what we get. Cause I would love to see this universe continue to play out. I'm a big fan of man of steel. I think it's one of the best movies. I love Batman V Superman. I love this justice league. I like his visions. I like the way Zack Snyder handles these characters. Um, and I would love to see where it plays out, you know, from here. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think DC proper is going to go this route and, I'm curious to see how they move forward, I guess, just in general on how they're going to handle this because there's going to be a lot of pissed off people out there if they choose to completely ignore this. So I feel like yeah. there's got to be a give and take somewhere with this and we'll have to see where that takes us. So Friggins, what do you think? Well, I think that the whole DC universe for, for films is just such a weird conundrum. I mean, like you said, they've spent time on these side characters and things like, suicide squad where we're getting a sequel to that before you get a sequel to man of steel like it doesn't make sense um but the thing is you know people there was a a loud outpouring of of dislike for man of steel um and for batman v superman and then the justice league movie and so i can see where you know executives are gonna say okay we're going on a downward spiral here but the Justice League situation was not, you know, Zet Snyder's fault. And then to come back as strong as this has, and for the executives to plant the feet and say, you know, we're not going to budge. We're not letting you bring this back. No matter how loud the noises of the crowds are, are, are it just, it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't understand why you would not want to give people what they're asking for at this point. Now, again, different conversation when justice league first came out because that movie and i know you like it don but i would say widely is more unliked than liked um and so i think that 
you, you know, it's just, it's just weird that they wouldn't take into consideration the, the, the enjoyment that people are saying for this. They got nothing but positive reviews and everything I was seeing for Wonder Woman, for example, number two was nothing but negative reviews after number two came out. And it's like, you just had a shitty justice league. You had a shitty Wonder Woman. And now you have this Snyder cut that is getting mass love. And you, you want to continue doing things like, like Wonder Woman two. Like that doesn't make sense. And like suicide squad two is coming out and that, I think that's rated R and, um, you know, people are so excited for those kinds of things. So I think that DC should stop and say, like, take a look at what their product is and what it isn't. Um, and as much as I love Snyder Cut, I do think that, you know, maybe he doesn't understand Superman very well. Like, personally, I don't necessarily like his Superman, but I love everyone else that he does. And I think that he struggles with the happier characters as opposed to the more, you know, um, darker characters. And so, I th- I would like to see maybe a different person do Superman personally, but like I want to see his his overall Justice League continue and to get these kinds of uh, uh, stories down the road with 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 his vision. Um, one last detail I'll, I'll point out before I let you go, peeps, was um, you know as far as the side stories coming, one of the cool things about this is it does open the door for the new gods, and while the new gods are less popular, I think. Uh, than say the the general justice league and the the big hitters for dc um now that we've seen dark side we've seen desaad we've seen steppenwolf and these are you know aside from dark side desaad steppenwolf we saw uh uh granny goodness and 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 um those kinds of characters that people don't really know about, but now they're there. Now they've seen them. Now it has that interest. So I, I am actually extremely excited for the new gods and, and what we might see with that, because the new gods have some amazing, amazing characters like Mr. Miracle, Barda, and even Orion uh, and, and a whole bunch of others. So if you're interested, Google those, because I do know that they're working on the new gods coming and we're going to get more dark side with the new gods because he's a big deal in that new God world. So um, that definitely does bring some, some hope for me. Uh, but uh, I'm definitely concerned with the, the, the leaning towards the, you know, B and C and even D level characters. So, yeah, uh, I don't get it, man. <laughs> DC's got some heavy, heavy hitters, and the fact that they seem to be going so C and D level is weird to me. That they're like, let's put all our faith into this. You know, like we talked about a Plastic Man movie last year. I mean, I'm like, really? Like you said, like we can't get a Superman two, but I can get you know a Suicide Squad sequel, and I can get Plastic Man, and I can get <laughs> like like I said, Our Man like has me scratching my head. Like really, like what a weird character to just pluck out. You know, we know Zatanna's getting her own movie, like things like that. That I'm just like, but we can't get you know like these proper sequels to things that have been set up with our Trinity. You know, and um, oh, it just drives me drives me a little bit nuts uh, <laughs> for sure. So, peeps, where are we going from here, man? I mean, it's. I mean, we 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 can see, we see what what's been going on, I guess, lately with the DC movies. Like freaking was saying, um, the the Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and um, you know the the Justice League movie. I mean, they're trying to be this lighthearted, happy go lucky Marvel. They're they're trying to copy Marvel, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
I don't I, I don't know what their what the actual goal is. It just seems like dollars. Like, okay, let's make a movie for a hundred million dollars. We're gonna end up making like, you know, a, a hundred and fifty to six hundred hundred and sixty, and we'll make a profit, we'll just move on. Like listen to the fans and and that'll that'll do all the sell that'll that'll I mean WandaVision, right? I mean, how many people have heard of WandaVision over the past, you know, few months? If especially when this this age of social media get enough people excited about something, they're going to hop on a platform the same way that the three of us are doing, and they're going to do all the work for you. Tell everybody how how dark and gritty and amazing a movie is. Like fucking RoboCop. I will to this day love RoboCop. That is the most rated R movie I can think of. It's a great movie, and I don't know. I, the point is, if you have a dark movie, it can still be very, it, it can, you know, it, it can be a success. Um, going forward, I mean, I would love to see the Snyder um, verse, as you stated, uh, exist alongside of whatever the hell Warner's doing. It's going to suck because they're going to be stepping on each other's toes. Snyder's going to be doing some amazing things with Superman and or Batman and mm -hmm. wants to bring other people in because he has a fucking Justice League, but he's not going to be able to because, oh, my gosh, we got a, um, you know, Banana Hammock Man, you know, coming down <laughs> the pipeline and Green Lantern is going to show up in Banana Hammock Man movies. And so the, the, Snyder's not allowed to use them or for whatever reason. Um, but th that's the thing about DC yeah, that's a, a little bit different with Marvel is they have this infinite earths um, kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess back plot that's kind of going on. Like there are multiple versions of our favorite characters that exist out there. I, and with this darker Snyder verse, like I would love to see the man or what the bat who laughs. Is that what his name is? Friggins? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, like to see something like that, even if it's just like for a, a, a second, um, and again, like the, you know, me, DX and a uh, geeky Pat, like we are just screaming, Oh shit. When Wonder Woman chops off, um, Steppenwolf's head. Oh, so just, amazing. It, again, you wanted like, it was a badass moment for Wonder Woman. It was just an, an incredible moment altogether. He got what was coming to him. And, but we, I, you know, we would probably never see that, you know, in the normal Warner Brothers world that will that that, that that's happening. So, like you guys said, I, I want there to be, you know, I want that to, I want to see more Snyder shit. Um, and I think I, I, you know, who knows? You know, this it, it's what a week, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's very new. Exactly one week. People are going to be uh, again. How long did it take for us to even get this? So, you know, I, I, I'm I, I'm optimistic. If this movie wasn't that good, you know, people would be talking shit about it. But this yeah. movie was fucking phenomenal. Way I would say my favorite um, of any of the DC movies that have that have been released, and not just because you know the it, it there was a lot of heart put. You could tell that this was like a passion project for him. Hundred percent. You you can see that everything that was put into this was stuff that he wanted to do. Like this felt like to me that Zack Snyder, a uh, Watchmen 300 type of film 
where personally, I don't think Batman v Superman had that same feeling. Just for, that's for me. Again, it probably did, but I just didn't. I didn't get that vibe. Um, so I, I, I definitely want more. Let make it happen, Don. I don't know. You got a guy you can call. Maybe just just make it happen. <laughs> I'm gonna turn on the bat symbol as soon as yeah, you there it is. <laughs> you're call. It's just the Snyder symbol, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, no more uh, Commissioner Gordon in this cut. I was actually shocked that there wasn't more Gordon. You know that his his one scene was exactly his one scene from the theatrical version. Sure, but I was a little bummed by that. The extra Alfred was oh yes. man, that, that was like getting just the cherry on top of the ice cream. I love the extra Alfred. Alfred uh, Jeremy Irons has a voice that you could just like hear him speak anything, yeah. and it's cool to listen to. And he just. He has he brings so much charisma to every scene he's in that I was excited to see him talk to Superman. And you know, and I had seen that like a uh, teaser, yeah. I don't know if it was in the trailer or something from like way back in the day. You saw the the yeah, the, the reflection on the yes, the- yes, and and I was just so thrilled to see more Alfred because he's just yeah. fantastic. I, I gotta tell you, one missed opportunity is like at the end. And they're showing Batman like standing up on the the gargoyle or whatever it is. You know, I was like, show Robin, show Robin, show Robin. And then there was no new Robin. I mean, he's got like 20 Robins. Just give me one. He's still morning. Yeah. And it's not Dick. It's supposed to be Jason, but whatever. We'll see. <laughs> yes, we need more Batfleck. I agree, man. I agree. Um like I said before, you know, I, th- I think Ben Affleck is the best Batman on screen Batman we've ever had. Um, I would love to see more. I want to see his own movie. I want to see him take on something by himself. Uh, I really wish we would have got that movie written and directed by Ben Affleck directly oh, yeah. with Deathstroke. It would have been a fantastic movie. Um, I'm so happy he's at least coming back for the Flash movie. Unfortunately, that'll probably be the last time we ever see him unless we get some sort of who knows? Like specifically do something that happens, uh, and then they can, you know, get him to come back for it. Um, but, is there like a hashtag that people are trying to get? You know, like hashtag revive the Snyderverse or anything? Or rest- yeah, restore the Snyderverse. Restore. That's the yeah. that's the one there. Restore the Snyderverse. Um, yeah, because and that's the whole thing is everybody's bringing up again. Like, oh, we need more Ben Affleck. We need more Henry Cavill. Like, we have these great people in these roles. Don't f it up, you know. Don't get rid of it right now, you know. So, moving into final thoughts. Um, like I said, this movie is epic on every single level. I mean, it has to be for a four-hour film that can actually keep everyone engaged. Um, whether you watch it in one chunk or whether you watch it by chapters, um, it's so great. Like Peep said, it has heart. Um, it really has a reason to bring everybody together. These are the definitive versions of these characters that I love to see. You know, like we said, Ben Affleck is Batman. His Bruce Wayne is phenomenal. I mean, his Bruce is Batman. Like this, he can carry both sides of the coin so well, and that's what I love about him. Um, like I said, Henry Cavill, love him so much as Superman. I want to see more. I want to see. You know, this is the version of Superman that I think a lot of people have been wanting. And that's one of the big highlights that we got out of the theatrical cut was that, okay, he's back now. And he seems to be the Superman that a lot of people wanted, that he's earned it now. He's gone through the trials and tribulations. He died. He came back. And now he appreciates life that much more to where he's like, I want to just make an impact, right? I just want to be that guy. And I feel like 
we're finally here. Give it to me. <laughs> you know, give it to me. Um, Wonder Woman, we talked about it earlier, her cutting off his head, all the kinds of stuff that she does. She's so badass. This warrior princess version of Wonder Woman, Zack Snyder's Wonder Woman, is what I want to see in her next movie. You know, that's what I want to see her in the current timeline, present day, kicking ass like this, not in the like that you know around right like this like this is the true warrior goddess that we're looking for from straight out the comic books that we did not get in the the solo movies you know so i want to see this you know i want to see this arthur i want to see and it's cool because Zack snyder has had his hand in all of this from casting to he's a producer on all those movies you know so i feel like he'll still be involved to a certain extent but i want to see more i'm going to stay optimistic it has it has only been a week you know, like you said, since the movie came out. So I still feel like there's time for them to kind of gain their thoughts. And I think that's what makes me so mad about Warner Brothers already coming out and saying like, oh, we're, we're not, this is done. This is an offshoot. It's done. We're moving in a different direction. I'm like, guys, it hasn't even been a week. Like, can we just see how this plays out first? You know, because I think these are all the same people that said there'll never be a Snyder cut either. And here we are. So yeah. they do need to listen to the fans. The fans know what they want. The fans know what they need, <laughs> and if there's this big of an outcry for to see further adventures in this kind of world, give it to us, please. Like this is what the people want to see. It is very, very unfortunate that we've had to go this route. You know, he started filming Justice League literally a week after Batman v Superman came out. Like so, Batman v Superman came out. The reviews were meh, and and. There was a lot of people at Warner Brothers that immediately jumped on him doing Justice League saying, you got to change this and you got to change that and you got to be more like Marvel and you got to put more laughs in here and you got to make it lighter. And you, and all this stuff messing with him while he was trying to make this movie that turned out to be phenomenal. If they would have just left him alone, <laughs> we would have been all right. But instead they got involved. He had obviously a, an, a family matter happen. His daughter, unfortunately, committed suicide. He had to leave the project. And I'm sure it made the decision to leave the project that much simpler for him because he was like, I'm so over these guys, you know, knocking me for every decision I make. So I'm just going to step away. And then, unfortunately, somebody else came in and they they doctored, they Frankenstein monstered up his film. And we got this mishmash that soured everybody on the idea of a Justice League and really brought the DC world down. And then we had to build back to where we are now, which is what we did because we finally got him back. We finally finished this version. We got this four-hour movie that, like you said, if it would have came out and everybody hated it, that's it. Like, I mean, it just would have been like, what a waste of time. What a waste of money. It didn't matter. It didn't make a single bit of difference. But unfortunately, it made a big, big difference. It went from, you know, to a 97% audience rating. You know, it went to you know, a critical rating of fresh on Rotten Tomatoes that they haven't seen before because this is what everybody was waiting for. I've seen reviews all across the web from people that liked the theatrical cut and loving this one to people that hated the theatrical cut, people that even hated all DC stuff and said, wow, I really enjoyed this. So, I mean, this thing runs the gamma for critics and it's been cool hearing everybody's kind of what they, how they viewed this movie and we're in a really great spot right now where people are excited about DC. They're excited about these characters and people want to see what's next. And it's very scary to know that we might not get what's next. So I hope we do. 
my final thought is that please go watch it on HBO Max. If there's any reason that you're watching this and you have not seen it yet, go watch it. <laughs> you know, if you've seen it, go back and watch it again. Let's get these numbers up. And then people will that are watching and reviewing will say, damn, look how many people are watching this. I know a lot of people are comparing stats. There's articles out that say, oh, it fell shy of what Wonder Woman 84 did on HBO Max and stuff like that. I feel like it's very hard to compare. Like Wonder Woman 84 was a brand new movie and we hadn't seen a comic book movie in over a year. And it was a brand new movie that came out on Christmas. So everybody was off and everybody had the time to be like, let's stream this. And that's why I go to, and it was open theatrical and stuff like that. It was a different flow. And then you put in this and you say, well, it felt like 10, 15% short. This is also double the length, <laughs> which also makes less views. You know, I don't think people are taking everything into comparison when you look at that, right? Like, because it also streamed about roughly what Falcon and Winter Soldier did as well, too. And it's like you can't compare Falcon and Winter Soldier is a forty-minute television show. Yeah. You know, so to say that oh, one point eight million people watched that last week. Well, so did that many people watch Snyder Cut, and that was four hours long. Like, so you know, like, like. I, I think they need to look at the bigger picture here. Um, this is an amazing movie. I'm so happy we got it. I never thought we'd get to the day, and we did. And I thank HBO Max for stepping in and putting in the money and allowing him to fulfill his vision and getting us to where we are, man. I think this thing was phenomenal. Go watch it. Go watch it again. Uh, I can't wait to watch it again. Even if I do it in segments, there's just so much I want to revisit that I feel like I maybe overlooked or whatever the case might be because it was so much to take in. So I, I can't wait to revisit. So that's my final thoughts there. Friggins, what's your final thoughts on this? Well, you know, I, I echo so much of exactly what you just said. And I will say that I am a perfect example of one of those persons who was disappointed watching the first version during and then walking out afterwards completely disliking it to the point that I will almost say almost hated it and to where I was like, I never want to watch this movie again. Um, and then, you know, coming now to a point where I, I, while in the middle of watching it, was thinking, I can't wait to rewatch this again. Um, and I think that that just speaks volumes for, you know, it completely changed my mind. And, and we're talking about essentially the same movie. Um, and there's just that much of a difference. And in, in, in Peeps talked about the heart you could tell from it of what Snyder was putting into it. And it really comes true and it really shows you how much executives can impact decision making that just doesn't make sense and really kind of tear up a, a, an artist's vision of, of what they're trying to accomplish. Now, are we going to make everybody happy? No, but I think if you look at the vast majority of the impact that it has had since coming out, it has been a positive one. And like you said, Don, it Wonder Woman came out on Christmas. Everyone was off. Everyone was dying to watch something. This is a four-hour movie. It came out on a Thursday. That's literally the reason I didn't watch the the whole night because I had to work the next morning. So, like, how did it come out? We all did. Well, okay. (laughs) True, true. But you got to start at 6. I didn't get to start till almost 8 o'clock. But uh, anyway, um, the the point being is, like, you know, had it been on during Christmas, I absolutely would have stayed up and watched the entire thing. I think a lot more people. And you put this movie in theater, I'll go watch it. Like, I haven't been to the theater since Bloodshot. It's been over a year. I will go to the theater and watch this. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping, you know, it wasn't the IMAX (laughs) ratio. So I'm hoping, you know, we get that IMAX version. (laughs) That would be really cool. I'm waiting for. Like I said, dude, Wonder Woman, 
brand new movie when it dropped and streamed. A lot of people that are not in this kind of community just thought this was some director's cut, right? Like, oh, it's just it's Zack Snyder's director's cut. I've already seen Justice League. I don't care. I don't want to watch it again, right? Unless you're honed in, you're somebody that watches shows like this, listens to group, you know, shows like this. That's when you know this was bigger than that. You know, this wasn't yeah. just a director's cut. This is a completely different film. And that's why I think people need to hear. And I think that's why it'll grow as it goes. Because I do think that for the casual viewer, this was just looked at as a director's cut. It's an extended version. It's going to be the same movie. I already saw it once. I didn't like that one. So why would I want to watch an extended version? Right. So, like, that's, that's, I think what hinders compared to like, like I said, thinking of a Wonder Woman, which was a brand new movie for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's hard to compare again, apples to apples on that. But that's the yeah. point that I think people need to understand here is not just a director's cut. This is a completely retold, retooled vision. There's the Wonder so- Woman was also like one of the first like theatrical direct to like HBO Max, Max movies that they had. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, but yeah, getting back to the final thoughts there is, you know, I I do look forward to what DC is going to bring at us. And I think that seeing Flashpoint will kind of be an indicator of what's in our future for DC stuff. Um, What does concern me, though, is that there's been there was a huge merger with DC Comics recently. And I'm wondering how that's going to happen with the Warner Brothers media and and the films aspect of it, because um, they shook the comic book realm up by deciding to pull out of a place called Diamond uh distributing and without going into too much details it 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 shook the the comic world and um and they're doing their own distribution now and it was because the executives came in and said i don't give a shit about comic book retail stores and keeping them in business i care about money let's figure out how to make money because comics isn't really that big of a money-making device so i wonder how that um mentality and those kinds of changes are going to impact the film industry aspects of things and to see how that's going to make changes. Because I think that's what we experienced with Justice League. The first version was those executives saying, do what Marvel's doing and let's make money instead of saying, what do you got in mind? And let's, let's play this out. But the good news is we got Suicide Squad, which is a similar situation. James Gunn has said, you know, he got full freedom to do whatever he wanted. So I think, okay, cool. So they're willing to give that a little bit of a test. Let's see how that goes. You tell me he can do whatever he wants with the weasel? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what characters can I do? (laughs) What what characters can I do whatever I want with? And they just dumped a bucket at him. He's like, kill all these motherfuckers. I don't care. (laughs) I'm using them all. I'm going to take everybody. Um, But anyway, you know, and and now we see with the Snyder cut that these, you know, um, artists have these really cool visions of these characters. And while it might not be suited for everybody, there's still a way to make it interesting, intriguing, and different and, and, and exciting. And and you you might not like the warrior Wonder Woman, but you go back to the comic books and you read the New Frontier and you see what Wonder Woman did to a group of bad dudes. And let me tell you, it's not pretty. And so it's in the comic books. It's not just like, you know, the, the Linda Carter version of it. So like there's different versions of these. I love them. I want to see this kind of stuff continue. And whether it's not um, Zack Snyder, but I, I, uh, I, I still want to see other directors and storytellers be able to have the freedom to do these kinds of things because I think this is where we get the better stories out of it. So um, I do want if if I had some choices to throw us out, I would want to see Batfleck um, with uh, the story of 
how Robin gets killed. I think that would be awesome to see. And of course, anything nightmare. That's like my favorite bat version ever. Uh, as peeps had mentioned, I want to see all the nightmare. Give me the nightmare. Um, and, uh, and definitely looking forward to new gods and green lantern. So, um, that those are my final thoughts. Uh, love the, the film and I will absolutely recommend it to everybody. All right, peeps. Jesus. Wow, that's that's two times piece. He's just throwing mic. Right, so that's his final thoughts. He, he dropped. dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. <laughs> this is peeps. Oh, well, excuse me. I really want to have those glowing eyes and those cool stances and the ultra mega powerful moves that my bad guys can win all the time because the bad guys are. Why do I, I mean, sound like? Why do I sound like? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, peeps. Final thoughts. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, man, again, you know, echoing a lot of things you guys said. Um, I am very curious, though, like in the very beginning of the movie when you see Superman screaming and how you see the sonic waves uh, slowly expanding throughout the entirety of the world. Um, do the mother boxes know the difference between like a death scream and he stubbed his toe scream? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good question. It does. Yeah, I don't know. Totally I mean, like, thing. okay, well. All right. Well, that, that thanks, Don. For yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> but, um, clear that up. Yeah, man. I, I think you know we, we by we uh, us all of us here, we we've had these conversations plenty of times. How, how are they going to kick off the uh, DC universe? And we all thought a great starting point would be Justice League. Let's start with the entire crew together doing whatever heroics they need to do and then let's branch off from there and then everybody can have their own solo film until something else bad happens and then we gotta you know blow the conch and bring everybody back together again i feel like this movie it would be an excellent starting off point you know we've had you know some 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 pretty you know rough movies you know here recently and and again i'm not talking about aquaman i actually enjoyed aquaman I thought that was a lot of fun. The same thing with Shazam, but you know, it, it's been a while. It's been it's been a few years since we've seen any of that. So, like, let's take this and then just you know move forward from this. That's probably not going to happen, but you know, it, this movie, like you said, standard. Even going into this movie, the only thing you really need to know is that Superman died. That's it. Like, you don't have to watch any of the previous movies, in my opinion, to really get a grasp on what is actually happening in this movie. So, um, I mean, again, I think that that's great storytelling by itself. Um, you know, uh, friggins, you, you, we were talking about the nightmare scenes before. From what I understand, there are actually multiple versions of those nightmare scenes that were actually recorded. Um, Zack Snyder chose the one that obviously was put into the film because of the way that Jared Leto portrayed Joker actually being shook by what Batman said yeah. was like, all right, we got to go with this one. But there, yeah. there, there are other versions. I think, I think in this black and white cut, I think there might be something else. It might be slightly different, but um, I don't know. It, it, it's again, the, the decisions and choices that were made in this film as minor and slight as, as they could have been. I think it's made a, a big impact and a big difference on these characters. You know, just that one scene of 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 Cyborg, 
giving that chick some extra money, you know, because she was on. Like, he didn't oh, know yeah. it. He didn't know her. Yeah. That was a, that was like a, a two, three, two minute scene that it just tells us so much about who he is as a character. That minor scene told us so much more about Cyborg than the entire, you know, m- uh, time that we got to see with Cyborg in the uh, in the original cut. Um, I mean, I love the additional scenes we got with him. You know, we 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 didn't mention it, but you know the the death of his father and how you know much that impact him uh, versus totally different again from the theatrical cut. He survives in the theatrical cut, <laughs> and he sacrifices himself in this. And, and just the the moment where like he showed him how hot the thing gets in the beginning, and then does it at the end. It's like wow, that whole thing just looped together like a yes. great story. <laughs> like it it was. It, Fantastic movie. It's, it's, I can nitpick about those, the, the, those pieces of the story that I didn't like, but overall, like this was a, a a good time. It was a very good time from and you know watching it with my buddies, um, you know made it even better. Like as yeah. you said, DX, going to the theaters. If we had all gone to the theaters, I think we would still probably be in the parking lot right now. Talking yeah. About it. <laughs> Yeah, no. you know, it, it was just it, it was just that that good of a time. So I I really do hope that you know enough people are talking about it to get um, you know the executives to understand that it, it is quality over whatever the fuck you think you're doing. Executives, we don't always <laughs> want to try a spider in our movies. Goddamn it! <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I, I mean that's um, I, I, you know, and I'll, I'll also kind of end on like. This it's funny. People shit on um, the Last Jedi a lot, but our heroes in this, a lot of their plans didn't actually work out the way that they wanted it to. They were supposed to go one way, and things went completely wrong and went left. And this is just that human side of these godlike creatures or godlike characters that we're able to see that I enjoyed. You know, they're not always going to do the right thing at the right time to save every. Every, again, Flash fucked it up, and then they lost. They literally fucking lost until you know Flash so turned cool. things around. Like such. I remember when it happened. I think Peeps was like, "Oh my god, they lost!" Like, and we were like, <laughs> "Holy shit!" Like, you know, it was just, and then the portal opens, and you're like, "What?" You know, and it's just yes. so different than again than the theatrical. Completely different, and again, that it wasn't even that long of a scene for them to to just cut out, but uh, you know it. And I know that's also just kind of planting seeds for the future of what he had planned. Um, you know, I, 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 I am looking forward to what, uh, hopefully this spawning more of, you know, Snyderverse or even just the executives to just take a step back and let, you know, you know let, let, let our creative directors be fucking creative and, and, and give us yeah. these. Stay out of um, the way. Let your creators create. Uh, Don't be so quick. You know, to pivot, you know, that's the whole thing. The, the vision was already played out. Everybody was on board. But because of Batman v Superman, all these people jumped in and said, you got to tweak this and you got to tweak that in the middle of already starting to film a movie. And that's head games right there, man, on the highest yeah. level. Think about the stress trying to put this movie together and just having all these people in your ear saying, got to make that lighter. You got to make this, put, make that a joke. Do this, do that. Like, <sighs> You know, like, bitch, have you seen him? Superman in the black suit, right? They literally told him you can't put him in a black suit uh, because it needs to be the colorful version. It needs you're going to confuse people. They're not going to know why he's in a black suit. Da 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 da. You know, and it's just like 
why are you stepping in? Why are you making these weird ass judgment calls? You know, yeah. why does it matter? What, 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 if, he, what if he wore like, 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 like overalls? Like it does. He's fucking Superman. Like I don't. The fact that he just stood there and he took that king on the shoulder. <laughs> ah, like, oh, <laughs> so many good so moments in this movie, and and like just just sitting here with you guys and just thinking about all those those amazing moments. It's again, I I am definitely looking forward to seeing it again, um, and I I, no, yeah. I hope we get more of it, man. Yes, amen, amen. Uh, and like I said, man, the cool thing here coming together with you guys is. You know, we've all had varying levels of our love for the DC universe and what things. And obviously, I've been the Zack Snyder fan. You guys have been more reserved on that front. So it, it really warms my heart to bring you all on here <laughs> and show love for this, right? Because I, you, you, you know, kind of going into it, you're like, they're not gonna like this. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they're gonna probably hate everything he fucking chooses to do. And it's really cool that you guys all appreciated it and loved it and. We all are walking away from this saying it was awesome. It was epic. Like, go watch it. Like, I mean, and really sharing that love. And I'm not a DC like fanboy. Let me just say that right now. I am Marvel 100% all the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I am DC, like, for this <laughs> specifically. It is, you know, it's. It, I, I don't have a symbol, <laughs> but I'm wearing black for Batman. I do have the ring. Wait a second. And don't forget, this means hope. So it's my hope that we get more of this. <laughs> we share that love, that hope, you know, and uh, and just kind of a last tidbit news. Uh, Justice is gray, which is the new black and white version of the Snyder Cut is actually now streaming on HBO Max as well that started earlier today. It dropped, so right on the one-week anniversary, you said, here's the big black and white version. I'm not a fan of these black and white versions of movies. Like, I never liked black and white. I don't get why some people just dig seeing a movie in black and white. Like, they did Logan in black and white. They did uh, Mad Max Fury Road, the, what they call it, the black and chrome like edition. Oh, yeah, like, chrome, like yeah. you know, like, I don't get it. Like, why does that enhance a movie? Like, to me, like, this movie needs color. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> that all the way. Yeah. What am I getting? Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. But for those of you that love black and white, the Justice is Grey edition is now streaming on HBO Max. So check that out if you are interested. Please, Don, uh, tell me, we are going to do at least uh, ratings and rankings uh, to close out. Oh, man. You know, I wasn't prepared for that. I'll let you oh. do it, though, if you have it. Uh, <laughs> I, I will just without ranking anything. Like, of course, I, I'm going to say five out of five stars. For me, just hands down, there's no other way to go about it. Um, without even having to think about my list, I would put this at number one. This is easily my best uh, favorite, you know, of the DCEU. Um, Man of Steel's always been my top movie, and I put this pretty much right with it. I mean, obviously, this I think kind of edges it out because of how epic it is, how big it is, and because how many characters were in it. Um, but I, like I said, I love Man of Steel so much, so that's right there. But yeah, I could definitely tell you, um, I don't have my full DCU list, uh, I could maybe bring yeah, it up when you guys right. are talking, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's where I would definitely put it at number one. So, what do you got? Well, I'll go first, peeps, to give you a little bit of time in case you're working on it as well. Maybe, possibly, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, I'm a letterbox freak, so I got to have my li- rankings and my lists all together and ready to roll. Um, as far as easy for me, I just got to log in real quick. <laughs> there you I'll go. bring up the list I had and I'll just throw it. Just <laughs> throw it at top. There you go. Um, so, actually, for me, as far as uh, ratings go, uh, I-, I would say that I'd probably give it a four and four out of five, uh, 4.5 out of five so um not quite a five um again you know i think there's just 
too many of the comic differences and and um, you know a couple little itty bitty minor details that just didn't give me that full on five experience. But that uh, we're talking four point five, so it's still an extremely good score. I absolutely loved it. Had a really good time with it. Um, so uh, still, again, great great rank uh, rating there. As far as the rankings go. I got 10 from the DCEU movies, so unless I miss something. Um, but uh, right at the bottom where it deserves to be, I have Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I cannot have that movie any higher. I just cannot talk enough bad about that. Um, Justice League, the original version, is number nine. The Justice um, League. The Joss, yes, the <laughs> Justice League. Um, Don, you're probably going to be a little bit upset at me, but I have Manus still at eight. Stupid. In good news, <laughs> in good news, it actually surpassed um, Justice League. It used to be my, you know, at the back end of Justice League, but I rewatched it. I, I rewatched most of it, not the whole thing, and I was like, actually, this is kind of cool. So I think I'm actually getting an appreciation for Man of Steel, and I might see it move a little bit higher. Um, my number seven is Aquaman. Sorry, peeps, don't like that one that much. It's fun, but not great. I just needed more Black Mana. He was the best part. Give me more Black Mana. Um, anyway, Suicide Squad number six, Batman v Superman number five, Birds of Prey number four, Shazam number three. Then I put. Snyder cut number two, and I still love me that that Wonder Woman, uh, the first one. Uh, you know, the I, I'm a sucker for war movies, and you got Wonder Woman kicking ass and war movies, so I got to leave that at number one. But that's my rankings. Um, I don't know if Peeps, you're going to go All next, right. or if Don's going to cut back yeah, in, or whatever. <laughs> me, and that is correct. He is on drugs. <laughs> Friggins is not on drugs. You know what, Steve? Is on drugs. I was gonna give you. I was gonna give our boy Steve a shout out for sticking through us uh, with, with the whole episode here. But you know, now I don't know. Shout out. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to his original comment. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I'm repping the Green Lantern ring, man. I got, I got willpower. All right, peeps, what you got? Um, all right, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. Uh, it was killing me for the, for the longest time where that uh that 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 tenth movie was. But thank you. Um, all right, rankings. Uh, number one, I'll just go ahead and say it is uh, this Justice League movie, without a doubt. Um, number ten, I'm with you, Fred. Um, you know, Wonder Woman, 1984. Lots of negatives. Don't need to talk about that. Uh, number nine, Batman v Superman. Uh, I saw it once. DX keeps trying to get me to watch the director's cut. I just don't have that kind of patience. <laughs> maybe I will, and maybe it might go up on my list. But number nine, Batman v Superman. Um, number seven is the, is this real? Okay. Yeah. Number eight is uh suicide squad. <laughs> suicide squad. <laughs> number seven, uh, the just league. <laughs> is that Just justice league? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, number six, I'll go with Birds of Prey. This is the, this is I, I would say in my list where it's actually getting the movies that I enjoyed, but you know, in terms of how how good they are, it's, it just goes up. But I I did I enjoyed I liked Birds of Prey. Just just so you guys know, it's fun. Uh, then we go with Shazam again, a, a a lot of fun. Some issues, but a lot of fun with Shazam. Then I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman. Uh, pretty good movie. CGI was shit, but very good movie. Um, then we're going to Aquaman. I, 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 I'm sorry. I fucking love me some Aquaman movie. I don't get it. It's 
even the, I don't know why they're in the middle of a, des a desert and they're okay, but <laughs> it happened and I like it. Um, then uh, number two, Man of Steel. A lot of people, I still don't understand why people shit on this movie. I don't understand, but exactly, Fred. <laughs> I so fantastic. I'm gonna rewatch <laughs> it again. See, it is it moved up one spot, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Might move up two. Who knows? Yeah. And then, like I said, number one is uh, definitely this uh, the the Snyder League. Okay. Well, all right. So I pulled it up. So, like we said, we already know that the um, Zack Snyder Snyder cut version will be number one. But uh, so yeah. So then that would make. Number 10, I'm going to agree with all y'all. Wonder Woman 1984 is dead last uh, when it comes to this. Uh, my number nine would then be Birds of Prey. Um, so I and and I will say, kind of like how we say with our Marvel countdowns, like I do appreciate all these movies, by the way. Like there isn't like there isn't a movie that I hate on this list, you know. There's ones I like more, <laughs> but not, but not hate. Okay, I can sure. enjoy any of these movies. Um, but yeah, Birds of Prey would be number nine. Number eight would be Suicide Squad. Uh, number seven would be the first Wonder Woman uh, movie. There, then number six would be Shazam. Number five would be Aquaman, and then number four would be the Justice League. Like I said, I did appreciate it the first time. I think just seeing everybody together, you know, put it up there for me. I like team-up movies. The Avengers are all on the top of my list in, in Marvel, so it kind of fell, falls the same way here. That's fair. Num number two um, would be Batman v Superman. Uh, or sorry, number three would be Batman v Superman. Number two would be Man of Steel. And then number one would be Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, interesting countdown, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> very diverse yes very diverse except for wonder woman 84 at the bottom of everybody's list yeah <laughs> at least we agree on that yeah <laughs> and it has moments like i said i don't hate it it's got moments but yeah. what a letdown compared to everything else so <laughs> and we'll see where like you said the suicide squad comes out in august so we'll see how that plays into all of this um, we also have the first trailer for that dropping tomorrow so keep an eye out for that trailer when it drops um, and then, of course, uh, yeah, August in theaters and on HBO Max. So we'll see how that all plays out. And some casting news this week on Shazam 2, finally getting that kind of up and rolling. And we got Helen Mirren joining the cast as a villain, which is pretty cool. So uh, I know, Fred, you were saying that kind of like hella vibes, yep. right, that we got from Thor. So why not, right? Uh, we're going to get the, the magical mystery woman there that, that'll take out Shazam and the whole family. Um, but yeah, excited to see things rolling. Aquaman 2 is supposed to start filming here soon as well, too. So the ball is a going on top of all the other C-level characters we talked about earlier. Rock rolls. You can't yeah. Rock rolls. Come on. Oh, yeah. It's Black Adam. I mean, God, we just got Pierce Brosnan added to the cast yesterday as Dr. Fate, uh, which was great. That movie starts filming next week. So very excited to see Just Society of America and Black Adam and See where he goes from there, man. I've been waiting for that movie for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. he, he was announced as Black Adam in like 2015. I'm like, let's make this movie already, guys. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? Um, but very, very cool. Well, hey, guys, that will wrap us up, man. Thanks so much for tuning in for this very special edition of Am I Still in the Air? Our Zack Snyder Justice League spoiler review. Um, so let's go around, see everybody. Where can they find you and uh, plug anything you got there? We'll start off with Mr. Vin Diesel, Pitch Black style. Uh, what you got over there, peeps? Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. Uh, that's for my peoples. Number four, my peoples. 
and uh yeah i'm all over the twitter go ahead and give the uh the people's forum page a like on facebook i'd appreciate that and uh it's it's I don't know what else he says in that damn movie, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very words. Right. words. <laughs> friggin'. See, well, I'm friggin' sense. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. That's F R I G G I N Z friggins with a Z. Um, again, uh, can often find me here on, am I still on the air doing these special episodes here with my boy DX Omega and, uh, may, possibly make an appearance on the people's forum uh coming back uh used to be co-host but you know now now just maybe guest we'll see how that works out <laughs> um he's and, co-host he's moved on <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even if uh, uh i got a little shit talking in to me in the chat room today i'll still give uh, my boy steve uh, some props for staying with us through the entire episode yeah. live here tonight Trooper. so thank you thank yeah, you buddy man. Two hours, yeah. buddy. <laughs> and uh, one more thing, DX, I, I know that you do all, uh, really love your Superman, but I am Batman. Fuck Batman. <laughs> Batman is the best. Superman will kill Batman. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, thanks a lot, peeps and friggins, for joining. Of course, I am at DX Don Mega. And, of course, you can follow me, follow the show at Am I on the Air. And that's just all one word at Am I on the Air. And you can see everything else down below here on all your favorite platforms. Stream it. Get it on YouTube, Instagram, Google Podcasts, Red Dragon, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. It's everywhere, man. Come on. Join the party. Am I on the air.com and get all the links and everything that you need going forward. So it's awesome, awesome, awesome. So, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Take care of yourselves and each other, y'all. Till next time. It deuces. <laughs> That's my shit. Peace. <laughs>